everyone, and welcome to Monty and Mickey, the Geek Pop Culture Podcast. Uh, today, we're going to be tackling a somewhat complicated uh, subject matter, and we're going to do our best to not really get too much in the minutia, but kind of uh, broad strokes cover this topic. And uh, uh, we're going to be talking about the Justice League, the Schneider Cut that was released, released on HBO Max. So, that's our subject today. Before I get any further, just wanted to say, you know, hey, everybody, it's been Hi. a hot minute since we've released an episode. Yeah. Uh, clearly, we've got other things, and, and don't get paid for this. If uh, there's any Bruce Wayne's listening in the audience and they want to buy. You want to start our, paying us, we'll know, show up more, yeah. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do an episode every other day if you want. Yeah. Um, well, but, <laughs> unless it's like a dollar an episode. Oh, well, yes, I'm sorry. We I, have standards. St- yeah, I, I want to you know, clarify to, to get a pain, the job wage with benefits and everything that only a Bruce Wayne character could do. Right. Um, but anyways, uh, Mickey, how are you doing? You got a lot, we got anything going on. I'm sure there's been a lot of life that's happened yeah. since last time we recorded any, any highlights on. or anything you want to talk about in particular. I know you got a trip coming up. Yeah. That's, that's what I've been looking for. I've been working a lot. We're really busy as I know you are. Yeah. Um, if oh. those of you who don't realize, I'm sure a lot of industries right now, just because of the political climate and everything, there's not a lot of, jo- there's a lot of job openings and a lot of people working their butts off to try to, you know, basically fill in for those people that aren't working. But then on top of that, the world's kind of opened up. Everything's so, opened up and so especially cons- in the industries that we're in. Construction industry is just, just everybody out, wants yeah. things. Yeah. So anyways, Yesterday, but, yeah. um, yeah, other than that, I've, we got, I'm going out east with my family, and we're going to, like, Maine and New Hampshire and Vermont and Rhode Island, and we're going to wow. go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on the way out there. We're going to go to the... You said you're driving, right? We're driving, driving the yeah, whole way? The whole way. Okay. Wow. And it's for two weeks, and we're going to, like, Salem Witch Trials. We're going to go eat lobster in Maine. I mean, there's there's national parks we're going to go see. It's it's going to be awesome. I mean, I know And I you... won't be at work for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, I, and I realized I you told me a lot of that, but now that I'm thinking about it, so I've got a trip coming up as well over the fourth that we're going to be going out to to Disneyland and seeing. And it's much shorter, but it's almost better. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it a little bit later in the episode, and it, we're because we're gonna want to do an episode on it. Basically, my Disney experience with the um, Galaxy's Edge and the new Marvel's Avenger Campus. But what you just talked about with like the Salem witch trials and all that stuff like yeah. i would love to do an episode yeah. just on the salem witch trials well, we, we mentioned that one other episode you know for a halloween episode or whatever right. but like so definitely like as nerdy as this sounds like take notes or take oh, mental yeah. notes while you're Pictures, there because sure. there'll be plenty of like things to talk about with that trip like we could do two or three episodes on just your trip alone well i because i've known about it for a while we mentioned when we did wandavision because with the whole witchcraft yes and then with your your fandom you know you're a big fan of hocus pocus so it has ties to lots of our episodes you better you better go and take a bunch of pictures of the house i'll probably fall asleep (laughs) probably take a nap there's two types of people (gasps) it's the hocus pocus house wake me when oh yeah we're gonna leave um, another small kind of thing that, uh, so it was Father's Day, so happy Father's Day to happy all the fathers, fathers out there. Happy Father's Day. Uh, my lovely wife and child got me two of the Star Wars visual dictionaries. Awesome. Uh, one of them is the, like, just generic visual dictionary, and one is, uh, complete vi- vehicles, so it's like... 
dictionary doesn't cover it. It's an encyclopedia. Yeah, uh, encyclopedia dictionary is basically the best way. For those of you who grew up in the 90s, you know these DK books that have the big color photos with these, you know, exploded views of all that. Really, it's it's kind of like all of the niche, like, fun facts. Like, that's basically the best way to describe it is whenever we when, – I mean, you know, we're big fun fact guys on this show. But, like, it's like little tiny details of things that you never really would have – you know, some of the things are pretty obvious. Like, clearly the snow speeder was made, you know, specifically to work in the snow. And you know that because it was said in the movie or it's pretty obvious. But there's other things that are, like, super, super fine details about oh. little nuances – that, like, I find myself listening to podcasts and movies and, and YouTube videos where they're, like, talking about, like, oh, the visual dictionary just came out. And because of that, we know X, Y, Z detail that can lead us to this fandom or whatever. So it's, it's, it's a lot of, like, how far down the rabbit hole do you want to go? Um, so for some people, just watching the movies and then moving on with their lives is fine and they enjoy it that way. Some people like to dig into this and this is for those types of people. They want to know like what the landscaping these people have at their homes when they're not fighting in that right. galaxy right. far, what far color, away. You know, door handles they have. Oh, they have they use off white toilet yeah, paper right. in a galaxy far, far away. Well clearly it's rose gold that that it was on the chains for the uh, lighting in And it is that kind Queen of detail. Yeah. So, and that's what well, we're way more about. interesting than what we're talking well, about. We're being <laughs> facetious, but yeah. But I mean, like we said off mic, somebody, some probably a panel of people have taken the time to figure out all these facts because it's a fictional story. But I mean, I just said facts and fiction. That doesn't make sense. But I mean, somebody's taken the time to, to come up with all these details and put them in a book form so that it's canon. That's amazing. So just I, I just grabbed the book and just opened up to a page. And like I said, it's very, very detailed, very cool, different things, all these different pictures and things. A so, naked Gamorrean guy? Oh, sorry. <laughs> so so just to give an example, this is a perfect example. I just opened up. I didn't page through it or anything. I just opened up the page. Randomly. Gamorrean guard. And one of the things that I saw is an arrow pointing to its nose and saying that it has a sensitive nose. Sure. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I, well, yeah. Now we don't okay. have to ask. Because so I like, wanted to call George and just ask him, what kind of noses do those Gamorrean guards have? So some people might, because I don't even think they name it. A lot of things that aren't said specifically in the movies. Let's just mm-hmm. put it that way. Because I don't even know they talk about it being a Gamorrean guard. I don't know that it's it, mentioned. Like that though. name was taken or given later on. Like, like a lot of like, like a lot of characters. Yeah, Hammerhead exactly. was never actually named. They didn't name it until marketing. And that's, that's just a ton of stuff that people... People just either were introduced later or part of the books or the move or, from I'm sorry, marketing from the books or from the yeah marketing for the, the action figures or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, um, it's crazy. And before we get any further, uh, we got some it, it, we're not going to cover everything that we've covered or we've posted since last episode, but we've got some in the news stuff that we want to talk about now. Oh, is that my cue? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> There's well, a light right flashing behind me. <laughs> You're on Laugh three, track. two. Yeah. I don't know how to count. Laugh. <laughs> Aaron Taylor Johnson to play Craven the Hunter in the solo Marvel movie. So this just goes to show like more of the world building. I've Craven the Hunter was a, a Spider-Man villain. Don't know anything about him. I know right. he existed in like, I think obviously the comics, but also in like the animated series at one point. So just to further prove like, 
this world building and character development and introducing new characters and not just getting stagnant that Marvel's doing. And so. he's a pretty big name actor. I mean, he's been in enough stuff. See, I didn't even know who what he was. He's been in. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head now that I shut off my mouth. But <laughs> but but yeah, clearly they're not going to put you know Joe yeah. Blow off the street yeah. in a role like that. Mickey Sanders, wow. Mickey Sanders to play the new Spider-Man. Must lose what? 70 pounds. Crap. So, uh, that, uh, from that, uh, I guess there's... I know I post a lot of memes and random funny stuff that yeah, really isn't like in the news. It's just funny. You can visit the island where Jurassic Park and Jurassic World were filmed. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. That, that is cool. Uh, on, uh, I think it's Hawaii. They've got actual, like, well, sure, it's not man. just, like, because, you know, like, like for example, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there will be, like, a sign that says, this was the Hocus Pocus house. I yeah, don't know when you right. go to Salem. But a lot of those types of on-scene locations, it's kind of like, if just you being, don't know, yeah, you, you, wouldn't, know. you wouldn't know. You're not going to look for and it. And so it look. looked like this is, like, an actual park that's, like, signage and, like, fake dinosaurs and stuff to, like, be like, hey, this is where Jurassic Park was filmed. Right. And it kind of, like gives the person who's going there a little bit more information kind of like a like a not a museum but like a actual park or something and so it just it just caught my eye being a jurassic park well, it'd fan, be like going know. to new zealand and visiting the fields and stuff where lord of the Rings. yeah exactly fields, exactly you know? yep um so speaking of this i finally wanted to watch all the jurassic park movies so i just i have a list i haven't started yet but there's a show that um the electrical engineer at work told me about called jurassic park Camp Cretaceous? Uh, yes. I started watching it. It's an animated show, and it's kind of scary for kids because I'm, I'm already in a second season halfway through, and I just started watching like last week. So okay. it's pretty good. It's only 24-minute episodes, so it's quick, and I like it a lot. It's really good, worth watching. So, again, on my like rabbit holes that I go into on YouTube where I'm like wondering about, like, oh, Blue from Jurassic Park, what kind of velociraptor, whatever – they reference that a lot too because I think that's part of the canon right, of th- the Jurassic. Well, Steven Park, Spielberg's Jurassic names World. all over the credits. Okay, at the beginning and end. So, of the show, so I I haven't gotten into that one yet, but I it's good. I've heard good things about it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I definitely like it. Way, um, to, way to go, Joe Fitzsimmons. You probably aren't listening, but I <laughs> shout out anyway. Okay, so then uh, it says that's a wrap on Thor: Love and Thunder. It's also National Don't Flex, so I, don't, I thought this super relaxed photo was appropriate. The film is going to be bat shit crazy, off the wall funny, and might also pull that heartstring or two. Lots of love, lots of thunder. Thank you to all the cast and crew who made this another incredible Marvel journey. And that was a, like an Instagram post that was a Taika Chris, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Yep. So I, I just posted that just because Thor, I thought thunder, which it's just about. excited to, to know that that is done and now they're going to be in post-production. And we've mentioned and it before. Yeah. Like that, that obviously we know we knew about that movie and that it's coming – not so much, uh, hey, this movie's here, but just they're, you know, continuing. And, Life is and, you moving know, on. Yeah, everything's moving on past the pandemic. And so um, I don't think I posted it, but, you know, and people, like I said, that, that make this their livelihood, what we're doing on this, you know, episode. But people actually found, like, either were released by the actual studio or what. Um, the first scenes or first photos we get of the – flash you know as barry allen like standing next to michael keaton as batman oh, as yeah. like an old batman but not in their suits just they're like on the steps of some like courthouse or something so the point being they're starting to film that 
Yeah. And nobody's, you know, it's not like everybody's wearing masks and, you know. Six and feet bubbles. away, you know. And so it's exciting. As I had mentioned, and we're going to get to it in a little bit, that the new trailer for The Suicide Squad came out. This year, it really sucked last year. There was a lot of things that we didn't get. And there's always a silver lining. But this year, we're getting, we got a, what we're talking about today, Justice League Snyder Cut. We're getting a brand new Suicide Squad movie, and we're getting four Marvel movies. And those last five things haven't even gotten to the theaters yet. No, but like we're literally just going out. to be able to do one movie a month just on those, and that will take us to the end of the year, not including our Christmas episodes, not including our Halloween episodes. Like, we could do just one movie a month, and that would give us enough to almost fill our schedule as a rinky dink podcast we're gonna get like a year and a half's worth of stuff in the next <laughs> six months basically right I mean, they, yeah exactly they're it, shoving it you know, down our throats because they want to get it out and make some money well yeah and i'm sure everybody's like get the vaccine go to theaters we want to <laughs> make money you know so even if you don't have the vaccine just yeah, make other just, people sick. go to theaters and <laughs> give us your money <laughs> don't kill anyone all right great so speaking of other stuff Only if it out. makes us money anyways yeah it's pretty much about the money yeah yeah back to the future on broadway Basically, yeah. So, Marty McFly and the Pinheads—it's called the official London theater. This might be a spinoff or a different one. I know that there was a Back to the Future musical that was going to happen, like right before the pandemic, oh, and it was only going to be in that. London. You'd... That might be that might be what it is, right? But, I I, found but it's online. starting starting up again. I don't know for sure, but yeah, there's either already been started before the pandemic, or is going to happen a. Um, yeah, Back to the Future musical, which is kind of cool concept. I'd go see it if it came to the PAC. Well, that's I mean, why when I saw it, I'm like, well, you and I both have done our fair share of musicals. And then well, Back to the Future, I don't know if you've ever mentioned it, but yeah. I, I know you kind of a cult classic. You kind of like it. Small budget. Right, and, and you're kind Nobody of Nobody notable. Yeah, right. I've never heard of most of those people. but All sarcasm. We're not that big of idiots. <laughs> so otherwise, uh, like you said... Oh, Ryan Reynolds, that, um, the Free Guy movie's coming out okay. August yep. 13th. I've been looking for yeah, it because I love that, Ryan Reynolds. We just talked about, like I said, I was just mentioning just comic book movies specifically. There's a ton of other movies. Oh, yeah. My wife They've went and saw Cruella, that new uh, 101 Dalmatians. That Cruella, Cruella, yeah. yeah. She said that was great. Um, there's people that say that it's Emma Stone. She's Emma good Stone's performance in that movie was better than Glenn Close. She's good at everything. So it's like those type of movies too that are coming out, and yeah. then all the Disney movies and everything. And so Marvel, but... it's just it's gonna this last half of 2021 is gonna be hot and heavy. There's gonna be just a ton of really great movies. And right I don't now. think I'm not most people I know didn't weren't like avid movie goers before COVID. Mm. But now that that experience was kind of taken away and there's all these movies yeah. coming out, I'll bet you a lot more people are going to start pounding it's, the theaters. It's, it's more of a special – you don't know what you got till it's gone. You right. Know? It's more yeah. of a special – and obviously we wanted to go and experience the movies you know, sooner so that we could do episodes on a lot of the movies that we've covered already. Especially Marvel and Star and, Wars. And, yeah. Right, and I'll continue to do Marvel, Star Wars, DC movies you know, when they come out. But I was never really go-to-a-movie kind of guy every I month. I wasn't either. So it's like – now it's just on those three topics that you talked about. It's like we I want to see those on the big screen, movies. Yeah. Like, like glad I got a Marcus Theaters card to rack up the points. Well, and, and some of these movies you don't need to see on the big screen, but some of them it's you know right. it's all about the cinematography and the you know the special effects. So yeah, you got to go see it. Yeah. Um. 
Oh, I like this Kokomo Toy and Collective Tech Collectibles um, thing that I found. It's just um, so I didn't look into that very much. Is that like a is it a website or is it an actual brick and mortar store? I I believe it's just a website. Okay, so but they like buy and sell collectibles. We buy any size collection of vintage and modern toys used or new in package. We buy in bulk. They buy, whereas everybody else is selling. So I mean, if you're looking to get any kind of investment in in your toys that you've had and whatever, I'm sure they'll pay you a decent amount. They're not going to pay full right retail, but you know it's good to know that there's options because yeah, a lot of times you don't you know that's why people bring certain collectibles and cars and things to auctions because. You have to have the right audience, and, right? You know, it's better than a Pawn Star price too, probably. So, yeah. um, DCEU Supergirl costume revealed by the Flash director. I'm not sure what that means. Yeah, so apparently there's going to be a Supergirl in the next Flash movie. Just keep. Oh, really? Just putting out those characters. I had no idea that we were getting a live action. I mean, we already have a live action Supergirl for the. Um, CW, there's a Supergirl yep. series, yep. but apparently this is like DCEU Supergirl, and I, I guess I wasn't paying attention close enough that we're even getting that. All you see so. is the Superman logo with, like, boobs behind it. You can see that it's, you know, so, jetting out a little bit. <laughs> so, nice. that wasn't completely nice out, of, out of nowhere. They did that for the new Batman suit. And because they did it for the Flash. Cells. And, they oh. did, and they, yes. And they did it for her. So, it's kind of like, they're, like, marketing, you know... But you can let's, tell let's this one's these. more three dimensional than the others, as pe- as fully pecked as those guys are. As fully pecked as Batman is, right? Uh, oh, Carrie Fisher, Norman Reedus, and more getting Hollywood Walk of Fame star in twenty twenty two. Nice. Yeah, I saw that there was a couple. Yeah, that are finally. I saw Carrie Fisher's grave when I was out. That's what you had right said before. Right, I was... Yeah, right before COVID, or right? No, before... right before I started at McMahon. Where I oh met yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yep, that's right. And yeah. she's buried right next to her mom. Um, other than that, oh, Star Wars Salacious Crumb teaser. It's a joke, like, oh, it is. cameo video. It's a like, Star basically, Wars they just st- pulled every Salacious B. Crumb, like, <laughs> video clip from Return of the Jedi, because that's just, the only movie he's in it. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, at the end of it, they're like, like, it's all, like, just fan edits, like, putting it together, and, like, <laughs> random space battles and stuff. It's, like, has nothing to do with him, and, but then it's, like, it's all cut together, like, it could be a future. Showing him. And then it's, like, at the end of it, it's, like. Let's be honest. You'd watch anything Star Wars by now. <laughs> well, it suckered me in, and I'm part of the freaking website. I want to see that. An entire <laughs> origin story, honestly. <laughs> of this little freaking guy nobody knows the name of? Yeah. We'll uh, we'll get into it more, I'm sure, when we do the uh, Galaxy's Edge episode. But there's oh, actually yeah. a puppet that you can buy that's his animal, his species. And it like has a magnet that you can put on your shoulder, like he's like sitting on your shoulder. So he... <laughs> and then he's got like a little remote that you can like a string down, and you can like turn his head and move his make body move, and make really. him the make the noises. It and, like, sounds like a mouth. gremlin when so he's like laughs. a little puppet on your shoulder that's <laughs> salacious be grown. Like so. a parrot, but it's a you freaky know. star. Things right that here. I need to spend my hard-earned money on. Heck yeah, man! Yeah. It's our money. We got to spend it. I guess the final thing that's really worth anything, other than the fact that. Owen Wilson, spoiler alert, Owen Wilson won't be saying his wow in the Loki series. He won't be saying that line at all. So, so weird. Those people that's that why were, you were watching. Really invested in Owen Wilson fandom. I Is the Suicide Squad trailer, as you mentioned before. So Yeah. I didn't realize that was coming out this year. I guess I wasn't paying close August enough attention. August 8th. 
And I looked it up every other um, movie besides, I think, the Flash movie. Yeah, maybe the Flash movie, too. I think every other DCEU movie is, we're going to be talking about this, too, uh, is coming out in 2022. So I, Still I just didn't realize that uh, the Suicide Squad was coming out this year. Because, amazing. Yeah, we won't get into that right now, but that was the only one that didn't have a trailer at that, like, DC event, remember? Oh, yeah. Covered? Those yeah, the only one didn't have a trailer. They just were like, here's the people that was going to be in the movie. And that movie was pretty well and received. It's the first one that's going to be coming out. <laughs> yeah, go figure. Yeah. So, anyways. That's DC for you. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, we're talking about the Justice League Schneider Cut today. And I just want to take just a couple seconds and talk about how we got to this point where we're even talking about a movie that came out in 2017. Because what you have is a very complicated uh, roller coaster ride of a history for this specific movie. So my like very vague understanding and I apologize for not doing more research into this, but my vague understanding of what happened with the justice league is essentially Zack Schneider and Joss Wheaton were involved in this movie. And for some reason, either Zack Schneider got kicked out or got cut back or whatever, but the final version that came out in 2017 was not the fully realized version that Zack Schneider uh, wanted at the time. And so when it came out, and this doesn't, you know, it happens a lot. Obviously, we know all about deleted scenes and the storyboards that didn't got realized and all these things that happen as a part of making a movie. And that first one was two and a half hours, right? Uh, I can't remember for sure. I'd have to look it up. I, it yeah. was over two hours, yeah. I, I believe. It was, I, yeah, it was probably at least two hours. Okay. And so, obviously, at the time, this was the buildup of the DCEU. It was supposed to be their kind of, like, Avengers movie. But it just felt rushed. There was a lot to be left desired. Trying to compete with, with the Avengers. Trying to, yeah, trying to keep it compete with marvel at that time you didn't have an aquaman movie that time you didn't have a flash movie you didn't even have a standalone batman movie he had been introduced in the batman vs superman movie uh didn't have tv series didn't have anything basically they yeah i I don't know the some of the tv series oh the flash might have already been there yeah the cw goes back a while so that might have been but I like I was trying to remember when the Suicide Black Squad Lightning came out. Black Lightning, too. Black Lightning. None, none of that was introduced or anything. Like, and so it just felt like very. People that watched it, first of all, they there was very there was mostly negative reviews. People didn't like the way that they did certain things, how they did certain things, and eventually it came out that Zack Schneider's. What he had filmed certain scenes, he had this vision of what he wanted it to be like. All these things came out that, like, basically there was a quote unquote Schneider cut. And so, when that information was revealed, and when they saw the movie, the 2017 Justice League movie, and how, like, it just fell flat the hashtag release the Snyder cut started to gain momentum. So hashtag on Twitter or whatever on the internet. And sorry to interrupt, but the Marvel movies got their fair share of criticism too. Cause that's what people do nowadays. Right. Absolutely. So yes. We're not making it sound like, I mean, if you haven't seen the movie, it's worth seeing for sure, but people tend to be more critical than they do positive, but it did leave a lot to the imagination and a lot to let to be desired, especially compared to Marvel movies. But, they all have some criticism. It's still good, but the Zack Snyder version is, as long as it is, 
is much better, and that's right. where you're getting it. Right, and I'm kind of burying the lead is that there's a reason why we didn't review the first Justice League, and then we're taking the opportunity to do it now. One's timing and some other things, but yes, absolutely, and it, and, it, and it's just that whole, like, well, I hope I don't follow, you know, Michael Jordan in the slam dunk contest because I'm going to suck. <laughs> right. I'm gonna, even though or I'm, not, I'm not going to suck, I'm, I maybe be a good athlete, but compared to Michael Jordan, compared to the Max Marvel Snyder. Universe, yeah, oh, it right. just doesn't hold up. And now, if they we haven't figured got out the recipe. this movie in a vacuum, there was no Marvel Universe, nothing, You, we would maybe probably most likely be having a different conversation about it yep. because it would have been more groundbreaking. It would have been more, you know, there's a lot of things that play into the success of a movie. But standards were already set by the MCU. Yes. So it was by like 2017, you had, I mean, uh, we were way you past had Iron a Man. lot of movies. I mean, um, 2019 was when uh, Infinity War came out. So you had a lot of movies. That was the third Two one. Avengers right? movies, yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of things going on. So eventually, now fast forward a couple of years, and nobody, I didn't think that it would ever, I mean, I don't know if this has ever happened before. Again, I apologize for not doing a more thorough research into this subject, but I don't know this ever happened before. But eventually, because of the fan, because of the opportunity that DC saw in this, Zack Schneider was given the go-ahead, finish what you started. Take this baby, take this the parts that you wanted to be in this movie, we are giving you, and there's no way, D, it would never went forward without DC's blessing, but here you go, Zach, we want you to finish this. Let's rewind a minute, though. Why wasn't it put out as that version in the first place? I think there's just a lot of didn't competing they have, interests. Well, didn't something happen with DC and Zack Snyder or something like that? I don't know. Like I said, I, I didn't I thought you alluded research. to that once. Oh, he, Him and Josh Whedon, I think it was Whedon, that was the one who kind of took over after Zach was out of the picture, or like oh. was a comp- that was my very vague understanding. Why did Zach did Zach leave I, on his own? I, I you don't, don't even we no, don't. Even I don't know, know if it was just you know. I mean, it, in in hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? right? How do you know while you're in the thick of it that this is going to be a better version than this? Right. You know, there's yeah. a lot of complicated things that have to happen to make sure and we'll never know all the truth part of the reason why george lucas is constantly tinkering with his movies and releasing remastered editions and adding cgi to a 1977 movie because you don't you can't it's like you got to step back and let the movie happen and then be like i could have done this better right and so but what i'm getting at and, and and obviously that's a specific example of star wars but I don't know that there's ever been a situation where on this level a movie was released and then four years later the director's cut. Because there's been like a DVD comes out with the director's cut version, right? Or the theatrical and the director's cut. So there are versions that have done that. Which just means a more... But a longer you know, version with yeah, more of the longer scenes. versions. You know, deleted scenes that didn't make it. Uh, you know, to the theatrical version. Those types of things have happened before, but not to this scale. And so, well, it's a different director altogether, right? Uh, well, and and I don't know. Like I said, I don't know the minutia of the details. Okay. He still might have been, could have been, was in involved the in the first one. version, okay. but I don't know to what extent, and I don't know. How that all, I mean, he probably had studio pressure. Hey, we got to cut this thing down. It can't be four hours long. That all being said, AT&T made a deal, I believe, with 
HBO with DC Comics with everybody to get HBO Max as a streaming service. So HBO on its own is its own thing, and then you got HBO Max. I truly believe, similar to the way that the Marvel um, TV shows would not exist outside of Disney+, Plus, this would not exist outside of HBO Max. This Zack Snyder yeah. cut? Really? I just don't think... I don't know if they could have. They they could have, but they it would have been a different experience. They would have had to release it in two separate movies, and then do those movies come out at the same time? So you, you know, I don't know how that works. Is and that the pandemic is part of that equation? I don't know if it's part of the equation. It could have been led into that that allowed for this to happen. But I mean, if that hiccup, that year long, year plus long hiccup, doesn't happen. You don't know that they take the Zack Snyder cut and divide it into two and put it out in theaters. I don't know. Yeah, you're you're skeptical know. that that would have yeah, been. Yeah, I, I just, I just the streaming model has been set in yeah, the success. Right. Especially before and, everything went haywire with the pandemic, right. which it, has changed a lot of rules now. Yeah, and it, and it very, it's very possible that they could have released these in the theater. I think they would have made more money. I think people would have gone to see them. I just, but I, I don't think because know. of the pandemic, possibly HBO Max existed because everybody was at home. Yeah. So now this is a way we can release this and all that stuff. I think the pandemic might have been a big part of it. What yeah, you're it saying, yeah, definitely supercharged what what this was and the how way it this, worked out. Yeah. It, yeah. Um. So to give just kind of like the the you know that's the history of how we got to this point. Um. So the movie itself is split up into six parts with a seventh part being the epilogue and that on its own is four i think the runtime's like over four hours and so again hindsight's 2020 i think that if they were going to make a go at it from the beginning to have zach schneider's full four hour long story be told what they should have done is similar to endgame because they filmed endgame and infinity war at the same time, like as a continuous filming process. They didn't like film one and then film the other. No kidding. I didn't know that. Yeah, I believe oh. so. Yeah. I don't and think so, we ever talked about that. And so what they should have done, similar to that, is they should have released a two, two and a half hour movie. I don't even care as hokey as it is. Justice League Part 1. A year later, Justice League Part 2. And that way you can still get your four hour story told but do it in two separate pieces. And you don't have to take a half day's vacation <laughs> from work to watch the four-hour movie. How which, long, so Mickey came over to my – because I Three times. Thankfully have HBO Max through somebody else, but we're not going to get into those somatics right now. Um, how many – yeah, so we you three came times three I times came, to watch Because we're we old men a little we bit. We watch it all at once because it was just like – it's just so much to take in, and so like, and we've been working a lot, and, and we're yeah. old men, and we like to talk to each other. Right, I like to pause and if you haven't noticed, and talk about things. And hey, did you see that? Um, yeah, my wife loves it. Yeah, not that sarcasm. <laughs> that's why. That's why um, she likes me. I think that's the probably the main Mickey's reason. Mickey's the buffer between me and. Did you see Darkson? Did you see what he was carrying? Mickey, go talk to him. Let me go get my visual dictionary out. He keeps telling me this stuff. You go talk to him. Right. Um, so that all being said, this movie was a different experience and in a lot of really good ways. It was at home. You didn't see it in the theater. I would love to see this in the theater if they right. release it. Oh my God. Um, that'd be amazing. But in a, you know, multiple 
you know, <laughs> right. movie thing. Right. That's uh, quite a commitment. It was just I, I think I watched it because it was like a weekend or something. I think I watched it in two two or three the first time because I rewatched it with Mickey two or three times. But it was just so like I knew it was gonna be good, but it was just so good. Like and and I, I, I don't know how, how else to just and then we're gonna get into why, but it just it's good. And and I mean it's four hours long, which is a little extreme. But the only reason I would have felt myself even getting like uh, looking at my watch is because we're old men, well especially me, and you know just getting tired and it's during the weekdays that we were watching and stuff. So I, I want to make it known, it kept my interest. Otherwise, if I could watch it like Saturday morning to Saturday afternoon, because it is that long, I mean I think I could stay focused because right. it keeps your interest. In, again, in the age of streaming, you can pause and go to the bathroom. Right, you can exactly. Go get a drink. You can go get a snack. You but if you're willing lunch. to commit four hours in a sitting, which probably lead to five or six, according to what like what you're saying, it, it's not like it's just dragging on and boring. Right. That four hours goes by pretty quick. Yeah. If you're not falling asleep because you've been working so hard and all that crap, you know. But right, it's a, it's really good. Like yeah. you said. And so, couple decisions that Zack Schneider made right off the bat. Um. I think it's called the six. I think it's the sixteen nine aspect. Excuse me. I think it's the normal aspect ratio of sixteen nine. He did a basically the black bars on the sides mm-hmm. of the screen, and again, oh, yeah, I think these right. people I just don't know or I don't have enough knowledge about the creative techniques that goes into making movies. But there was a specific like that was one of the things that right away I'm like that's different, and it wasn't bad. Like it didn't take away from the experience by not having a full wide screen. He also released a version that was completely in black and white. So you talk about an artist, like a true, like creative genius person. This was very like, he, he was like, you, you got the reins, take control, do what What he wants the way he wants. And so he had that, you know, I think he still, and people talk about like only 70 million it took him 70 million i guess to finish the movie the way he wanted to because there was reshoot shoots and there were certain oh, right. things and digital editing Did and it, all that in stuff. this day and age 70 million for a movie for i guess a, for a four-hour movie especially a four-hour you know and it i mean i don't know if that's considered a blockbuster because of the way it was released but yeah i mean enough people watched it right and 70 million yeah. is nothing yeah for nowadays. Our, yeah so i guess i got that in my so, wallet he got that you know, but it wasn't like he was running up against some kind of maybe he had, did have a schedule. But I guess what I'm saying is this is the quality of a movie that you get when the red tape and the restrictions no are kind budget, of no anything. You yeah. get it. You, you you're allowed to see into the mind of these types of people. Like as much as the actors contribute to the movie, clearly we wouldn't have a movie without actors and actresses. This director just knows how to tell a story in a way that, like Mickey said, four hours doesn't seem like four hours. Well, I mean, I mean, like you said, I didn't, I wasn't all that familiar with Zack Snyder until fairly recently. I watched Army of the Dead and all that stuff. I mean, you can tell what's his style, just the way he slows things down, right. slow mo, I mean, and the angles he takes and stuff. He's got a style that's distinct to him, right. and you know it. And I, and that's amazing, which shows his creative artistic side. Right. But now, like you said, he had carte blanche. Right. 
Right. Ooh, je parle français. Oui, oui. <laughs> that was the word I was looking for. I was stumbling. I was like, I couldn't a, think of it either. He had a lot of control over yeah. the thing. <laughs> he could do what he wanted. Yeah. You're not the Art boss works. of me. That's a, that's a better word. I mean, and, and he went with it. And as artistic as he is anyway, like you said, right. the film noir, there's more French. Oui, oui. <laughs> I, I mean the the black and white version. I'd like to see that. To be yeah, honest, just just, just it would have a different feel. I love anything I mean, black did, and white anyway. He but. did three hundred, which you said you haven't seen that mm-hmm. one yet. No, so like that I don't know that how style. I um, he, he just had yeah, like it's more artistic. Said, he's got a very specific style, and because it was longer, you got to see scenes more of that. Yeah, you got to see more of it, and then you also got to see scenes like breathe. Yeah, more right. than a normal movie. Not cut down. Um, it wasn't, you know, yeah, like it wasn't truncated. Um, like for example, like that whole uh, Aquaman scene where the villagers are like singing that like old song or whatever. They, like that doesn't make it into a two and a half hour movie because that's important time that could be used for other action scenes. Or it's whatever. not necessary to make the point that's being made, but. For the artistic version, you get to yeah. you, you're in the moment for longer, which makes you really yes. appreciate it more. I you guess. get you're in the moment for longer, but what he did was he, d- believe it or not, he still cut things out of the original oh, version. Oh, for sure. So it's like, and there was what he just eight eight acts or parts or there was I think six sections. or seven parts plus the ex- epilogue. Okay, and we'll talk about the epilogue later because that's at the end. We're gonna be talking about. Uh, what the future of the MC or the DCU and what we think is going to happen, but yeah, it's he just he, yeah he he allowed he allowed dialogue to happen and he allowed intentional pauses and he allowed things that normally don't have the space to exist in normal movies because of the limits, yeah. you know, because of their limitations. So that is what struck me about this movie is that you. You still got the Justice League. You still got all the individual characters, but then you got to see more of those characters. That whole scene where the Flash saves that girl in Central City. That's his city, apparently. Right. You got Gotham City and you got Metropolis. Central City, like, is where he lives. That whole scene was completely cut because you just couldn't make it into the, you know, time. Well, like you said, it's almost like character development. It's almost like, like Cyborg and Flash almost had their own origin stories right within a tiny movie. version yeah. yeah because there was i mean because you learned a lot more about cyborg and flash which characters i'm not all that familiar with so right. that stuff that you wouldn't have seen in a two and a half hour cut you know you would yeah. just they would have come along and been there and that's it right and in one of the so talk about two different things but one you got to see i guess and i i didn't go and watch the old version and then watch this version, it probably would have helped with this episode, but hey, you know, yeah. don't have that kind of time. Yeah. Uh, but I listened to a podcast about it, and they talked about how you got to see Martha actually grieve, which you mm. kind of just gloss over the fact that in Batman vs. Superman, Superman dies. Like, her lover dies. Yeah. You know? And well, so and mom and mom, too. In the original Justice League, like, it's there, but it's not really there. And so, like, those types of things were allowed to happen. You don't get to see mom or girlfriend grieve. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. So, I, I don't know. It, that's that's part of it. Um, the other part is that you just get more intentional about what the time was. Like, I, I don't know. It just was something about it that, like I said, things were cut out that didn't need to be in there. And so then... 
with that combined with the long runtime, you got to see like you know Superman go out and pick his you know black outfit. Oh, I thought stuff. you were gonna say something else. <laughs> pick his nose. Pick his ass. Oh, got some time uh, to kill. <laughs> yeah. He's out in the field for a while there. Um, but then also like I, I think it. I don't know if it made it clearly because I would have remembered this. Like uh, the cyborgs team, which is Gotham University. Oh yeah, the Wisconsin Wisconsin Badgers. Badgers. That's Zach Snyder's from Wisconsin. I had no idea. Really? Yeah, I had no idea. Man, there is so much talent in this state. Right. Not just serial killers. Right. Yeah. Not just. Well, that's weird that you said that when I said serial killers. But I mean, there's not just famous serial killers. There's actual talented people that you know leave. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Other than us. Yeah. We're the ones who haven't. Yeah. Um. That, but that yeah, so that's the that's the connection there, there with right. the Badgers is that that's you know obviously he might have went to Wisconsin. That's still I cool. I mean, you see a football scene, the last thing I expect to see. I no. thought it'd be another fictional team, right? Like a Metropolis, whatever. You right, know, it's that the they Badgers. Were playing Metropolis or something. It's Wisconsin Badgers, and I'm a so huge Badger. Go fan. watch that if you're a Badgers fan because it's just a cool little. Hey, it's amazing. Yeah, of all the teams in the country or the right. world to choose that from, you could pick. You that's know, so cool. All the fictional teams because there's yeah. He um, must be a big Badger fan too. I'm assuming. I, I guess. I mean, like you said, it could, he could have picked any college any team. team. It's, right. It's it's happening in Gotham City. He's That's, not restricted by the no, laws of I'll, normal things. The other team they're playing you is know? fictional. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So That's um, so cool. He, yeah. I, again, just cool little details like that. Um, again, I'm not gonna get into like the specific details about each scene, <laughs> but es- essentially what you see is in a very high level. The Justice League is trying to prevent the Mother Boxes from reuniting. Eventually, they use a Mother Box to bring Superman back to life. Superman and the Justice League eventually go and fight Steppenwolf. And the Flash is able to reverse time again. I'm glossing over a ton of stuff because it's a four-hour movie. Yeah, we would make it Um, eight hours if we were able to talk about it. Yeah, if we were able to talk about every detail. And then the Flash is able to reverse time to prevent that... rewrite history basically prevent the mother boxes from reuniting and you've got you know eventually so spoiler alert you know steppenwolf dies who what's his name steppenwolf born to be wild sorry i just wanted to do that once i'll stop now (laughs) mickey wanted to do that the entire movie i did do it Uh, tom almost slapped me about five times uh but then obviously i mean monty sorry it leads into that you know, Dark Sid, his boss, his Thanos to Loki. Um, That's the other thing I was going to mention. Sorry to cut you off again. But as we were watching the movie, sitting there together, we were just comparing parallels yeah, there's to a the, lot of MCU's. Parallels to the MCU. Yeah. I mean, which is great because I love those movies. But you could see, oh, I, I mean, you can see that they're kind of. And, and when it hey, comes. He's got a wrinkly chin, too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. When it comes to these kind of stories, it's going to take a certain path. And you. So you can pick out parallels and right. find them if you want to, but yeah, it's still a different story, obviously. But it's there's a lot of parallels. And throughout the movie, though, there's characters, and obviously me just being ignorant about the DC Comics line. There's other characters. There's other references. There's other Easter eggs that happen. Oh, like, Zack Schneider isn't just doing this just for an action movie. Like he's purposely putting in certain things, developing a story, and developing a story, and playing on the. Build, world building that hopefully happens with the DCEU to the point where he introduces Martian Manhunter, a character that's 
a clear. Uh, he's a decent character. Couldn't I tell know you nothing the first thing about him, about him and you knew but more he's about an important, me, yeah. important person. Right. Um, that character that uh, ends up taking over Star Labs after uh, Cyborg's dad dies. Like yeah. he's a character in the movie. Uh, Lois Lane is apparently maybe could be pregnant. I mean, Jesus, you don't even like they don't even like talk about that. But for a very brief second, you see pregnancy tests in her drawer. I mean, Superman's kid is going to have right. some power and yeah. ability. Yeah, like that's a whole nother comic book line, I'm sure. Oh, and then at the end of the movie, um, he uh, Batman, you know, is his famous line or one of his like great lines uh, along with, you know, my superpowers having money. I, said, that was my favorite one in the movie. <laughs> he's talking What's to, your superhero? He's talking to the Flash. Uh, I'm rich. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, yeah. Okay, okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Um, but he says, you know, how did you get the house back for my mom? And he said, well, I bought the bank. Or how did you get the house back from the bank? I bought the bank. Duh. Before that or during that scene, he says, congratulations, by the way. And it just kind of never is resolved. What is he congratulating Superman on? The fact that he is engaged because Lois Lane has the ring on. Is it the fact that Lois Lane is you know, up. pregnant? Uh, pregnant, what, yeah. what is he congr- – you know, so my Maybe point he beat being, him in thumb wrestling? Who knows? <laughs> I mean, it could be anything. Congratulations on getting that promotion at work. <laughs> You're right. The point being <laughs> The newspaper is, will never be the same. <laughs> there is so much potential. If, if the word of this episode could be anything besides just good, go see it. It's good. <laughs> potential. And – I mean that in a couple different ways. We talked about how this visual dictionary of Star Wars allows you to, like, you know, dig into the minutia of the details. There's so much of that in here that, admittedly, I don't know enough about, and I feel like they glossed over certain aspects of, like, I don't know what the anti-life matter equation is. They talk about that as a really seemingly important thing. I don't know anything about that. I don't know anything about the armada that... Dark Sid talks about. I don't know who Dark oh, Sid yeah. is. You know, there's What's so many of those goal? details that just seem either glossed over or just didn't really. I didn't understand fully. Four-hour movie, and and we paused it a bunch as you mentioned before. We're like who? Because yeah, because you wanted to like. Here's another point. It's four hours, and there's so many questions that leave yeah. you wondering that, after the movie's over. Still, if you don't have an intrinsic 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 i think de- uh knowledge of what the dc comics have come from in the history and the frank miller version and the you know everything that kind of led up to this point you wouldn't fully grasp those concepts and, and i mean this is not stuff that wouldn't have just been made up in Zack snyder's mind or no. somebody else's mind no. it is, is true to the comics from the source material okay and so so there is a place to go and find fan, it fan you you enjoy this movie even more because of that. You know the references. Yeah. For fans like us that don't know those references, I'm going to pivot now to the future of the DCEU Ugh. and what it means. So for many doors being open. The, for the DCEU because this was released, okay? So now DC Warner Brothers has a, a lot of like decisions to make. And... How I think one of the the biggest question is, what is canon? And I don't know how to answer that question. I don't know if it matters, right? But they shoot balls, don't they? What is a canon? Oh, that's not what you asked. <laughs> Pay attention, dumbass. Sorry, sorry. Um, so I just they could literally create ten more movies off. Excuse me, off of this one movie. 
Like you said, uh, it's a four-hour movie. It's a four-hour movie, and we had so many questions afterwards. And there was so much potential at Martian Manhunter. Okay, and we're not even going to get to – we're going to get to the end credit scene and talk about that specifically. But just within the actual movie, you could have a Martian Manhunter movie. You are going to have a Flash movie. You're going cyborg. to have a – you could potentially should have a Cyborg movie. You're going to have – you already had another Aquaman movie, or a Aquaman movie. Yeah. You already had the Wonder Woman movie. You get a, a Suicide Squad movie is coming out. Then, on top of that, you get Deathstroke, who talks oh, yeah. to Lex Luthor. That's who it was. And that whole subplot that's like part of like an end credit scene that is actually in the end credit scene and not a nightmare dream or whatever the heck is going on with Batman at the actual end, end credit scene. So there's just so much potential. Dark Sid and what he's going to do and coming back to Earth. There's a lot of potential of where the EU can go and how it can expand. And I haven't even touched on the fact that the Flux Flash movie is going to go into the multi-universe and mm -hmm. go and visit freaking again, I'm going to say it because I'm so excited, <laughs> the 1989 Batman line. And with a Michael Keaton Batman, that that is so exciting. And that's just a part of this that didn't even have to happen because no. of the Justice There's League. There's so many like, other... That's a whole other thing that the DC has to Waiting. be able to allow us to dive into. And on top of that, we got a brand new Batman movie with a Robert Pattinson that looks amazing. How are they going to tie that in? Let's just say this, in my mind, if the Marvel Universe is a college graduate... The DC Universe right now is a high school graduate about to go to college. With honors. <laughs> with honors. Their potential is incredible. And I cannot wait to see how they pull it together. And I'm okay with not getting four movies in one year. If they come out with one movie a year. If they do it two right. Movies a year, I'm okay with them taking their time, like you said, doing it right. And in, in, in not because they don't have the horsepower that Disney provides to the Marvel Universe. Speaking of being rich. <laughs> they're, they're okay. I'm okay with them taking longer. Because if I get a Zack Schneider Justice League cut and I only get a movie every two years, three years, it's fine. Well, look at I'm Star okay Wars. I'm okay with it. Star Wars did it that way. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. I, so, I mean, do we know that this is leading to all that stuff or are we speculating? It's do they talk about so wait, so these, these folds are going to lead to this and this and this? No, I think it's more speculation right now. But we know for sure movies are coming. I mean, I just named all of those on top of uh, Black Adam with uh, Shazam. With Shazam right. too. But then uh, The Rock is going to be his own oh, yeah. standalone movie that's going to somehow tie – has to tie into this. Right. The most recent trailer of The Suicide Squad opens with – uh, I think it's Bloodsport, played by Idris Elba, who talks about they talk about how he's in jail because he shot Superman and put him in the hospital with a kryptonite bullet. It's like, holy crap! So we're even tying that in, which is already tied in. So they are going to you know, refer to this movie. I mean, they, yeah. they're they're. I mean, it's not just like one step movies or anything. They're, so they're actually yeah, tied right, into they each tie other. into each other. I don't know if specifically the Justice or the the Schneider cut is going to tie into future movies. But they would be stupid not to. Well, that's what I, like you said, there's so much potential here, and I think it was so well received and it's so well done. 
They, yeah, this is this is your foundation. Start building with it yeah. and trying to mimic the MCU you, or do your own version you of it. At just least. you you made mistakes in the past. Learn from them and do. If Zack Schneider's your guy, then then grab him and and use him. And the complete storyline is the way to go. Obviously, it kind of right. worked out for MCU. Twenty three stories later, there you know. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, yeah, and I think that it's almost like a precedent has been set now, and. I know that people get upset because they want to go to enjoy a movie by itself. And if you went to Endgame, you couldn't enjoy it if you didn't know anything about it. I get that. But I think the precedent has been set now, at least with these types of movies, that fans want a immersive world-building experience. And the Star Justice Wars. League, Star Wars did it. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Star Wars is a perfect example of, hey, we're making this world – our movies exist in this world. Let's continue to make movies I, in this world. That has to be the first one that really ventured along those lines where the story continues and continues and, and continues. Like you said, the success they saw, the success oh. Marvel Universe saw. So, all that being said, I'm so excited to see what's going to happen. Now, before we get move on, because we're almost at the one-hour mark, I want to touch on the end credit scene and... W- I don't even know where to begin because the whole movie was amazing. And then you get to that and you're like, holy You almost shit, learned as much amazing. in those few minutes this as you did so the rest good. of the movie. Like, this is so good. Like, you just see characters on the screen together that you're like, I've wanted this ever since they be- the DCE and, and that four hours gave you so much, you almost got as much in those few minutes at the, in right. the epilogue as you did in the other four hours, as much as you got. So after we get past the whole actual what i would consider in real life in this universe end credit scene where um batman is going into the bruce wayne or the wayne manor and he's like hey this could be you know basically foreshadowing the hall of justice with hey put a big circular table here with room for everybody and then room for more like that alone is just like yes the hall of justice we're gonna get all this stuff but then you get to a point where essentially batman has a dream and his dream is this, like, post-apocalyptic world where Superman is the bad guy. He's somehow turned. And then you've got the Aquaman lady interest who apparently Aquaman died in this post credit scene. And then you've got Batman himself. And then you've got um, uh, Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. And eventually you get to see... Oh, in the Flash and Cyborg, and eventually you see that they've teamed up with Jared Leto Joker. A lot of people didn't like Jared Leto Joker. There was mixed reviews. This scene, in my opinion, I I, I know a little bit about the Joker and the video games and everything. In my opinion, this scene epitomized as much as Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad, in the Harley Quinn movie, and now in the next Suicide Squad, that, um, what's her name that played? Uh, Margot Harley Robbie. Quinn. Margot Robbie. As much as she epitomized Harley Quinn in what I would expect in a real live version, this scene is the Joker. It's, 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 it, it takes every aspect of His the rest of the Jokers that have come before him in the best aspects of what he was in the comics. He's funny 
and he's dark, dark and, and sinister. he's sarcastic, and he's sinister, and he's, hey, remember that time I killed your friend? And in and your face. It's But he's smart. Yeah. Like, he's not a dumb, Crazy. like, I want to rule the world. Like, yeah. he's, like, very intentional about Calculated. everything he says. He's maniacal, but he's calculated. And that dialogue was just so intense between him and Batman. And Batman says, you know, he, he tells, the Joker says, you're going to have to, you know, break your one rule. And then he comes back and says, you know, well, when I was holding Harley Quinn in my arms, yeah. she told me They're that haymakers that you do kill the Joker. And that was They're like throwing swords at each other. Heart out at the same level of, I killed your your responsibility, your son, essentially, in Robin. Because we didn't even talk about the fact that in Batman vs. Superman, there was a Robin costume that signified that he died. The Joker killed him. That end and this, credit scene, this little conversation talks about, I mean, it's like they're spitting blood at each other. Right. Daggers it's just so, and haymakers. It, and it's you know? so, like, on the point with DC Comics lore and just, like, like we've talked about before about like how much rich history and the, just volumes of things that they could do with the DC. This was an example of when you take those core like elements of what happens in that relationship between the Joker and Batman and you put them on the real, you know, on the big screen. That's how you do it. That's how you allow yourself because we never saw a scene where the Joker killed no. Uh, the, um, Robin, we know it happens. It happens in the in, in the comics. We see it hap- We see a, a sign that it happened. We don't have to see those things. Like those things don't need to be fully realized in CGI and action. I would love that. I want to see that eventually. But you can just Reference. talk about it and have that dialogue. That's so rich. That's so raw. important and raw and like it is at its core. Batman and at its core, the Joker. Oh. And it didn't feel like a tired trope. It no. felt new. It felt, but it felt like I've said before with all these actors who played these, this multiple actors play the same character. It took, you know, uh, Jared Leto as the Joker, and he was Jared Leto, but he was the Joker. And it took Bruce Wayne as Ben Affleck. It was Bruce Wayne, oh. but it was Ben Affleck. And they're naked and vulnerable, and, I mean, not really naked, but, I mean, it, it's bone-chilling, like, cutthroat kind of comments that they're, you know, I killed your, basically your son, and I killed your, the love of your life. I mean, they're just throwing it in each other's face. I mean, that's, yeah, like you said, it's it keeps you on, your, on, on the and edge you of your seat. The, the classic Joker laugh, Jared Leto Joker laugh that worked really well here. It just works oh, so well. That scene was as good as any in the whole movie. I like I said, it just it was so good, and it and it just again speaks volumes to what the future. I want to see. I want to know why is that there? How did that happen? What are we going with this? Is this an alternate timeline? Because he talks about in all the universes and all the multiverses. How many times did you kill people that you loved because you simply existed? Like right. that was a lot. So it's like it's touching on the fact that there are multiple universes and there are multiple worlds and how that I again I thought my mind was melted when we just did time travel in the you know Endgame movie and now this is just like on a whole nother level of what the potential of you know different universes and different worlds and how that t- and in this world 
Batman and Joker are working together. And in this world, you know, Batman's parents were the one that survived and Batman died. And yeah. then they became the Joker and Batman. So there's just, the potential is really, really just, you know, it's, it's exciting to see. And so, yeah, I think we've covered most everything that we wanted to talk about in terms of the broad strokes of this movie. The other thing that I want to mention is if you can go back and watch, I mean, obviously watch it, but pay real close attention to that, like the history of the mother boxes scene where they come down to earth and that whole thing that happens. Um, there's a green lantern in that movie or in that, uh, in that scene, there's a Hercules in that scene in the gods, you know, the Olympian gods. And that um, Mar- what's this guy's Martian Martian man? Oh God, I didn't even talk about that. Yeah, you did. I mean, yeah, he, I but, about him, but he, he shows, shows up his face a few. End, yeah. He shows up a few times throughout the movie. Yeah, he yeah. shows up, and, and you don't know who he movie, is when you see him the first time. I mean, yeah, he's like a shape. I, mean, I didn't know much about him, but he's a shapeshifter, and so he comes to talk to Bruce Wayne before this end end credit scene, and he talks about how he's been watching them for a while, and he's been and apparently his world similar to the. To Superman was a you know destroyed and he's the last of his kind. So I imagine that Dark Sid was a similar, right? Know, probably did something similar that he wanted to do on Earth. And so he that potential of what Martian Manhunter could bring to the Justice League, and he's a part of he he I'm I think a part of the Justice League. Not to mention all the references to Green Lanterns and yeah. like. You know, uh, Steppenwolf says we don't have any lanterns to deal with anymore. But then there's also you see green lanterns. A guy, yeah. And like, there's like one in that nightmare scene. There's a dead green lantern that Cyborg has right before he turns on the ship. He has like his like nightmare scene, and there's a green lantern. And then there's like in the history of how the mother boxes came to Earth, there's like an actual green lantern doing green lantern. Yeah, things. you actually see him. In the- and so. Clearly, the Green Lantern is a big part of the DC universe and how that ties in and the, that species, that group of people that have these rings and, like, that could be a whole other thing. And honestly, at this point, they could reuse and just reboot with Ryan Reynolds oh, and I right. wouldn't even be upset about oh, it. Oh, I love him. I, that so, wasn't the best movie in the world, but it was good enough. Yeah. Yeah. So... Again, a lot of potential, a lot of good things to look forward to. Uh, anything else that you wanted to cover specifically for Justice League before we kind of close out this episode? No, I think, I mean, like you said, it was four hours. It's worth seeing, especially if you can kind of try to do it all at one sitting. It makes it easier and more continuous in your mind. But um, I think we kind of grazed over any legitimate points about it. Yeah, so. I think, yeah, like I said, there's a lot of a lot of details that you, we could get into. But overall, just like, again, good movie. Worth I enjoyed seeing. it. I enjoyed watching it two times. Anything Zack Snyder does is, is yeah, amazing. He's been, he's been really doing really good work lately. Yeah. Um, and so just kind of a teaser for the next episode. I believe it's going to be the next next episode or in two episodes. Um, so as I mentioned, I'm going to be going to California for a vacation, and we're going to be going to Disneyland and California Adventure for a day. And um, one of the two – newer parks in that area is one i guess like a couple weeks ago the marvel avengers campus came um opened up which is going to be awesome there's a lot of things and i'll get into the details about what that campus is in the next in the next episode but also uh the uh galaxy's edge uh which is a star wars land inside of disneyland um mickey's 
noticeably jealous right now. I'm He's going out east just... for two weeks of places I've never seen I told that him... I'm really looking forward to. I'm still jealous of where you're going. I told him to just, I mean, and if you want to fund this this uh, GoFundMe to get Mickey to Disneyland with me, <laughs> please write into MontyAndMickey at gmail.com. And you'll hear um, all about it, so that's the reward and, you'll and get. And we'll even send you pictures. I'll even buy you stuff at the park and, and send it directly well, to you. Well, now you're if motivated. You se- if you want to send us money to, to fund Mickey to fly from the East Coast to LAX and have me pick him up, Spend the day with me at Disneyland, and then fly him back the next day or that evening. It'll be totally worth it for you. If it'll you it'll it. be totally worth your twenty dollars for twenty dollars a day. You can sponsor a Mickey. Thank thank you, Sally Struthers. It's nice to see uh, you again. In the arms of... <laughs> Anyways, um, so on to be well. Oh, um, trying to break it up. It's karaoke night at Monty and Mickey, uh, but. So, with just a couple of the highlights, I mean, obviously you've got rides like you do normally at any theme park, but um, I'm going to do the whole build your own lightsaber, experience. which is going to be awesome. It's at an Savi's, experience. Savi's workshop, so I'm going to be able to put together my own lightsaber, pick out my own crab or crystal, the whole, and I, I verified, it is allowed to be, be a carry-on on the plane, and apparently, like, you, did. you leave LAX and you just see all these people with I was going to say it's happened it in before. there, the overhead compartment, so I'm going to do that. It's, um, it's probably a half an hour, 45 minutes experience, too, probably. Yeah. Uh, it's only like a 20-minute experience, oh, but still. still. Yeah. Um, Something you'll never forget. Yeah, definitely. I'm not going, and I'll never forget. <laughs> Unless you pitch in your money to allow me to now, go out there with my call friend Monty. now, and we'll double your donation. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but, so you can do that. You can build your own droid that's got, like, Bluetooth capabilities and all this stuff. Um, it's a very immersive experience, more so than I think a lot of the parks. When you go there, it's like you're in a Star Wars planet. You're on a Star Wars planet. Um, like even details on the buildings as we were looking at yeah, pictures and stuff. It's, just, it's like you're there in the that Easter universe. Eggs on that and things world. like we talked about before. Like you can look at some random number on the wall. It's got like, significant oh, it's meaning. It's got some significance in the Star Wars universe. So it's awesome. We'll be covering that, and I'm like I said, very excited to, to go there, experience it. But I want I want to be able to talk about it after the fact, and so we'll be we'll be discussing both that cam- specifically that campus and the Marvel. Marvel. We have we've kind of glossed over the Marvel. That's yeah. going to be really cool. Too, That's going to be very very interesting, very cool experience. I'll try to you know stick. I mean, if you want to ask questions about you know, certain things about getting on the rides and the whole virtual queue. We can maybe talk about that a little bit, but my experience of actually being there, but I'll try to stick to like the more like, this is what was at this thing or this detail or this, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be able to take a picture in front of a life-size full-size Millennium Falcon with, with your own, with my lightsaber, built lightsaber. with the lightsaber, lightsaber that I built. Yeah. At night That's what I'm going to have the most questions. Oh about. my God. It's yeah. going to be, it's going to be great. It's going to yeah. be very, and, Right now, because our daughter is under three years old, she gets in for free. So otherwise, we wouldn't be doing this. Oh right, so yeah, exactly. not going to pay you know that money to have her basically be like, and, oh yeah, I didn't remember any of that. And like a good father, Monty's already got her well versed in Star Wars lingo yes. and characters and everything, so she'll even be excited for oh, maybe for sure. an hour or two. Sure, we, we she's, she's young, so it won't be much longer than that. But play with action figures, so we she's definitely she's. She's got a good base knowledge. Geeked up. She's, when when she sees Kylo Ren and the stormtroopers walk up, she's gonna be like, "Stormtroopers!" She's like, she's gonna know. So yeah, that's it's awesome. It's not gonna be you know completely foreign to her. So 
Yeah. Especially at that age. That's so cool. I know. I know. It's I'm a proud daddy. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I guess anything else that you wanted to bring up right now? Like, I hope that it's not another month or two before we get another episode in. But, um, yeah, I guess that's that's all we, I've got. We got so. some pretty major trips up. So yeah. We're living life. Hope the rest of you are, too, because yeah. things have opened up. Yeah. Screw the pandemic. Thank God it's over. Hopefully. Thank God. It's it's looking 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 like we're getting out of Less anything. grim. I guess other than that, uh, as I we always like to say, getting old is mandatory. But growing up is optional. Thanks, guys. <laughs> what kind of creepy person do you have at the end of your show now?